I'm Todd. I'm joined as always by my buddy Rob. What's going on, Rob? Nothing. Hope you're having a good evening. Yeah, you too. It's good to be back with everybody. We've been a little sporadic, um, but we are jumping right in tonight. We are excited to come on tonight and talk about all the... It's weird. There is JMU stuff going on this fall, and we're excited to talk about some of that tonight with a very special guest that we are really thrilled to be joined by Cliff Wood, who is uh, the Director of Strategic Revenues for JMU Athletics. He's the head honcho of the Duke Club, for all intents and purposes, as I understand it, Cliff. But welcome, Cliff. <laughs> well, thanks very much. I appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah. So yeah, we, Rob, I told Rob we were going to have the guys from the Duke Club, and he was like, we're having Cliff? That's awesome. Like, so, <laughs> I thought we were going to get stuck with Scooter. Yeah, yeah well, the, uh, all three of us are relieved he's not on. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, well, I know we wanted to talk tonight, um, and you told us we could ask anything we want, and we yep. appreciate you saying that. Um we wanted to talk a little bit, I mean, specifically about the Dukes Unite campaign uh, that was announced just recently and will go for some time now. And we wanted to talk about, you know, the need for it, um, what that involves. And of course, we want to ask, like, what are the events this fall and what's going on down there in the Berg? So I, I guess we should start there, right? Um, how are things in, at, in Harrisonburg? You know, for people that haven't been caught up, I mean, before we even get to fundraising and two club and that kind of thing. How are you doing? How, how are things down there? <laughs> things are good. Things got a lot better Monday when uh, the rest of the students uh, that, that had to leave uh, came back. So uh, we're, we back, we're back and we have students on campus so that that's starting to feel a little bit more normal again. Um, so that's been good. We're obviously missing our JMU sports that were mm -hmm. uh, kind of taken so quickly from us. Um, but, you know, it's, I think people are learning to do everything virtually and, and, and adapting well. And, but I think, you know, I can speak for everybody. We're just excited to, I guess, basketball, the women's basketball we, will be the first thing we can get back to, uh, get back to see with JMU Sports. So we're all excited about that. Woohoo! <laughs> That's terrific. Um, can you just, this Dukes Unite thing that kicked off, I believe it goes for the whole month of October. Do I have that correct? Yeah, yeah. we, we, we were intentional on, on planning when we ended it. We're ending it, ending it on homecoming weekend because okay. that was obviously going to be a big weekend for JMU football, uh, as it always is for homecoming. But it was also the grand opening of the Atlantic Union Bank Center. We mm -hmm. were going to have a concert uh, that weekend for homecoming weekend on Friday, which would have really stressed us out as a staff to try to put a put a concert in the day we opened the arena. <laughs> but uh, I heard some rumors about the acts that might have been at that concert too. So uh, it's, I, it's I can, frustrating. I, I can I can confirm or, or deny any rumors. No, right, right. Um, but we, we were excited about that. Obviously, we don't have that opportunity now. But we, mm -hmm. you know, one of the great things about the Atlantic Union Bank Center is that it's not just the basketball arena; it's also for the community, and we are going to have musical yeah. acts or, or, or comedians and things like that. Just not until you know we're out of this uh, situation that we're in. <laughs> so that, that's why we picked the five week campaign, which kind of seemed odd, but we were intentional with doing that uh, through, through homecoming. That's, that's great. Really now, one thing that I really thought was cool was uh, how upfront everybody was about the financial impact, you know, mm -hmm. just, just laying it out there. Um, I think sometimes as, as alums and fans, we have so much confidence in you and Bourne and the whole, you know, athletic department. And everybody seems to think that it's almost like, like JMU is above this or these things don't, don't impact JMU. You know, we've got all these resources. I thought it was really cool how they spelled it out. You know, the lost ticket revenue, the, the loss in fundraising, the expenses. Can you talk about kind of without setting off alarms or making people panic? Can we just talk about maybe how great the need is and really what we're looking at and, and how people need to step up really and help out? 
Yeah, absolutely. And, and, I, and I think it was important for us to be as transparent as possible um, because, one, there's certainly a backdrop if you, if you look online in any, <laughs> in, in any ESPN.com or, or anything about college athletics. Obviously, with no revenue from tickets or TV money or things like that, um, all college athletics is going through something similar. Um, and, you know, my experience mo- with JMU has mostly been as a fan. I'm a fan first and I'm a fundraiser second. So, you, you know, I agree with you, Rob. I, I think you look at it and you're like, wow, you know, we, we do everything uh, to whether it's putting on a game day at football or basketball or if you or if you go out to watch a softball game, everything clicks really well. Beautiful facilities. You know, it seems like JMU is above all that. And, you know, we have great facilities. and We have great student athletes. Um, but once things started to go uh, south on us, and I, I was at the Women's CAA Tournament in, in mm-hmm. Elon when it happened. So we were there. We were going to play that night. Um, the women were just getting ready to go to shoot around. And it was crazy how fast those things started to happen. Where, you know, I, I got it got an alert from ESPN that, that I think it was the, the Big Ten tournament was canceled. Uh, the men's mm-hmm. Big Ten. And then it just started one after the other. And we're all standing there with the team. And you could kind of feel it coming. And then we got the word it was canceled. It was, it was almost surreal. And you're sitting with the group of women that, I mean, let's be honest, they were going to win that tournament. It would have been Coach O's. <laughs> it would have been Coach O's first bid to the NCAA senior laden team. Uh, it would have been unbelievable for Kamaya and all of them to go to yeah, the yeah. NCAA tournament. Plus, I really wanted to beat Drexel in the final. And it to see that just ripped away without even a chance to compete. I didn't think I'd be talking to you guys in October. <laughs> and we're still not playing sports. Uh, yeah. Um, so we lost a lot of things. But most importantly, and what I want people to get, we need to shock people a little bit. And you said I don't want people to panic. I do want people to panic a little bit. This is a lot of money. But I want them to think about the athletes first and what they lost mm-hmm. and, and those opportunities that they lost. And then if you look at the spring, I think lacrosse and softball were both nationally ranked. We were having the best baseball season we had in some time. Um, we were really making strides in the spring to have an unbelievable uh, spring in multiple sports as well. And then obviously they couldn't compete. Then you lose football. So the, on the revenue piece, we're down about $3 million. That's, that's loss of mm-hmm. football revenue, which I think everybody gets that piece of it. But what, mm-hmm. it, you know, we're also moving into a brand new Atlantic Union Bank Center. And we expected big sales for both women's, ba- women's basketball and men's basketball. We lost that sure. opportunity. And then the third piece, you pe- we were going to play University of North Carolina. That was a five hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollar guaranteed payday. Mm-hmm. So we lost that. Um, we were down about a million and a half in fundraising, um, which I think people get that too. But the unbudgeted expenses that we're facing due to the, the COVID nineteen, um, mm-hmm. with testing, multiple tests, trying to get testing protocols in order to play some of these teams that are in the ACC or, or those power five schools are expensive. We're really excited that we gave uh, the NCAA gave opportunities to both spring athletes and fall athletes to come back uh, for extra mm-hmm. years of eligibility, but those come with a cost. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, at least as I graduated from JMU in 1988. And one thing I know about JMU fans and, and, and JMU alums is They'll rally around a cause if you if you tell them about it. And I, we felt like the best way to do that was to be honest with what we're facing. And that's really a snapshot of what we're dealing with right now. The crazy thing about mm-hmm. this pandemic is it changes. It seems like almost every day. 
Yeah. So yeah, that's what it looks like now. We felt like it was important that everybody uh, understood that. I mean, they certainly risk telling people that, but every dollar that people donate to Dukes Unite goes to student athletic scholarships and the, and the athletic uh, general operating budget. So uh, it, it benefits everybody that I just talked about. Great. It's good to hear. Yeah. Oh, I noticed, Cliff, on the front page of the Dukes Unite campaign site, which people can find at jamieduclub.com, um, it'll pop up right away. Uh, you know, you guys listed right up front the financial impact of what's happened this year with $3 million in ticket revenue, 1.4 in fundraising and 1.2 in expense, additional expenses. Right. Um, you know, I, we don't want to pin you down about a particular goal, but how difficult was it to, you know, even sit down and think about a, a goal, um, at this time. And then B like, I'm sure you guys had some tough discussions about the timing of this campaign just in general, right. For sure. every, the knowing how this impacts all of the donors, right. Or the donor. Yeah. And, and look, it, yeah. It, we know it's a tough time and we know it's a tough mm-hmm. ask. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we kind of sat back and my team didn't travel, uh, for the most part until, uh, probably two or three weeks ago to meet with donors. I would take meetings mm-hmm. when donors would ask me to come see them because, you know, mm-hmm. you're, you know, I, I think we do our best fundraising and our best networking. We can be face to face with folks that that's mm-hmm. obviously been tough because one, like, nobody wanted to be face to face at the beginning of this. Mm-hmm. And then two, when you started to learn more about wearing masks and social distancing and things like that, you know, we really started to try to do zoom calls, but we also felt like mm-hmm. the time wasn't right. And um, not sure there's ever a perfect time to go ask sure. for this. Uh, but we're, 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 we're in a tough situation right now. And I, and I think if we can't raise money, the way we all experience JMU sports is going to change because we won't have, we won't have the money for paid for things that people are used to, whether it's, you know, everybody always talks about football, but we have a lot of sports here that, that people like to enjoy and, and, mm-hmm. you know, not being able to hit budget affects all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Particularly yeah, w- when Jamie made the tough decision years ago to cut sports, they did that with the expectation that they would continue to fully fund all the remaining varsity sports that, too. Right. That's, like, that's right. That, that's a big deal. I think that's the part that people need to unfortunately face the reality of is that that is really at the heart of why JMU is such a success or one of the reasons why JMU is such a successful athletic department as a whole. You know, we are committed to all these teams. And I think um, in times like these, people really need to step up and it's not just, football and basketball you know it's volleyball it's swimming it's everything and they all have needs and they're all athletes that contribute a lot to to our you know experience as alums yeah that's exactly right and i think people tend to forget how successful those teams you just named are if you take swimming and dive back to back to back caa championship champions Mm -hmm. and it's um the the level of success here is unbelievable and you know and we were on the it, obviously you wish it hadn't happened, but if you look at the trajectory of, of athletics overall, uh, it, it, we, we were on an unbelievable trajectory and uh, of success and fundraising uh, and, and facilities. But opening that Atlantic Union Bank Center was going to be a gem this year. Uh, and, yeah. you know, but talking to Coach Byington and talking to Coach O'Regan, they're just blown away when they get to go in the facility and see, see how that's going to help, not only with game day, but just recruiting. When you can get a recruit into that building – it's going gonna, it's gonna <laughs> to really change uh, the, their ability. And, you know, obviously with Coach O, he's, you know, a, a perennial right at the cusp of being top 25 every year. It's just a small step uh, for them to take to really catapult them into a different level. And then, and then Coach Byington's Coach got a lot of new kids this year. 
and 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 I'm excited about this year. I'm excited uh, about him and what we're able to do. Um, it's just a shame you guys haven't been able to meet him. Nobody's really been able to get to know him <laughs> except through interviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, you said you mentioned back in the beginning that we're we're all kind of desperate for. You know, we're missing our JMU sports. I thought we got more interaction about Raven Green having a sack the other night than like anything yeah, in the that, month. That, 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 that was like... a phenomenal game he played. I was excited for him. <laughs> right, right. Um, I did want to ask one more, you know, I, I don't know what to call it. Um, I mean, it, it's an interesting. So, Cliff, uh, one other question we had. Um, on this front, it's just kind of, have you guys thought about any campaigns to reach out, you know, to try to maybe expand the pool of smaller dollar donors? And, you know, I don't know if that's just a Duke club question or a JMU question and whether you feel comfortable answering it, but I'm just wondering, I'm thinking this is a year that like, you know, it's an election year. It's been a crazy year where people are donating to churches and other groups and, you know, all kinds of needs are there in their community. I, I, you know, for me, I have a neighbor who's a J, both are JMU alums, and one of them hasn't, hasn't been employed since June. Um, and, and, you know, a big ask for them, like doing their normal, like proud and true donation is really tough this year. Sure. Um, have you guys thought about like how to expand the pool? You know, I was saying, or starting to say, um, you know, a lot of places have asked me for 10 or 20 bucks this year, and I'm like, I'm in. Right. Whereas it's been a little harder for me to commit to a planned, you know, over the next five years, I will give X amount. Um, have, has there been any discussion about that kind of thing? Is that something you know about? Or Sure, you're going to steal all the thunder from this five-week <laughs> campaign. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. no, and but, you know, I, I, Todd, that's a great question. And I, no. I can't really speak for the University at Hull, but I, I would think Nick Langridge yeah. and his team would agree. I'm mm-hmm. only going to speak about athletics. And I think um, with athletics, we haven't done a good job widening our donor base. And every time we need money, we ask the same people for money. Right. And mm-hmm. you, that's just not a sustainable business plan. Mm-hmm. And we have to attract more donors. And the way, I, you know, you can segment your donors. You know, I, I come from a retail background ground where you're, you're segmenting your customers. And you certainly have the kind of the bigger donors that, that you can ask for a little bit extra. You have your everyday fans that, you know, we're going to do proud and true every year and they want to make sure that they get to park in the combo lot or or P lot and you can ask them for a certain <laughs> amount. But where we really miss yeah. is where we miss on what you're talking about. I look, you know, I'm, I have two kids that went to JMU and they're going to look at this slide that you guys referenced and see 3 million, 1.4 million and 1.2 million and go, I, I can't help with that. Right. Um, but I, as I said earlier, every dollar counts. So we're absolutely going to have something that we think people will, will enjoy and kind of have fun with and, and while, look, the, the, this isn't uh, a great situation we're in, we're going to make this campaign fun. We're going to tell a lot of stories. We want fans to tell us stories about why they're, why they're JMU fans. I've heard you guys talk on your blog about who <laughs> your favorite JMU athlete was. Yeah. Um, you know, like, why do you, why do you root? Why, why, do you, why do you do this? Why do you come down here every, every Sunday? Yeah. And, and, and they'll also be able to donate. As, I mean, you can donate $5 and be part of this campaign. And it will help. Mm-hmm. Every dollar, yeah. as I said earlier, goes to, to scholarships or our operating budget to help us with some of these things. So we're going to have some fun things that I think people will be able to kind of uh, have fun with and, and help us hit certain goals probably about halfway through the campaign. But the mm-hmm. key is not what we can do in this campaign. I know this campaign is going to be successful. Mm-hmm. After that, it is making sure we engage those people going forward. 
And then, you know, there are people that say, hey, look, I just can't help right now. What can I do? And I always say, if you can just give me three names of JMU, of JMU fans mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and numbers, I'll just call them and see, you know, how they'd like to be engaged. And, you know, if it's at the 10 or $20 mark, that's great. If it's more, that's great, too. I just want you to be engaged. I want mm-hmm. you to be part of what we're trying to do. And we really need to build that base. And then if mm-hmm. we all grow together, when we get out of this pandemic and, and <laughs> things kind of get back to normal, we'll be in good shape and, and uh, back to doing what we love to do on, on Saturdays, Sundays, Thursdays, what have you. But uh, <laughs> we, we definitely want to, we definitely want to appeal to everybody. I don't want anybody to feel like they can't, they can't participate and, and play their part in this campaign. That's really good to hear. Um, one more thing. I know you've got the, the Duke Club Golf Classic is happening this year. It is. Um, yeah. So is there anything you can tell us about that? We're, you're, what, three weeks out? So yeah, it's got... October 30th. Uh, I have mm-hmm. good news and bad news. The good news is okay. we're playing. The bad yeah. news is we're sold out. Um, that's good. No, that's, <laughs> that's good great. news. That's good news. We, that's good news. we usually yeah. have two flights being uh-huh. this late in the year um, mm-hmm. with, you know, uh, the running out of daylight, we can only play mm-hmm. one flight, but we are sold out. We do have a waiting list. We're excited about that. We, yeah. we sold out six weeks in advance. Um, so people clearly want to get out. They clearly want to see other JMU fans and participate. We're going to have some fun surprises for them. We're going to have coaches. We'll be there. We're not going to put the student athletes out there, um, right. like we've done in the past, but, mm-hmm. um, we're going to do everything that we can to make sure that everybody stays safe, but it, it'll be fun. We have a lot of a neat surprises for our folks that are going to play in the Duke Cup Golf Classic. And then we'll get back to our <laughs> regular format uh, in the spring like we always do. Oh, good to hear. That's exciting. Can you tell us a little bit about homecoming? I know it's going to be a little bit different this year. Um, obviously, that's a big weekend for fundraising, get people back on campus, much like getting recruits in the building. I think you get alums back that haven't been back in a while, and they realize how much they love the place. Yeah. What's going on? Are there some virtual events? What do you guys have planned for this year? Yeah, so the Alumni Association has, has done a nice job under – really difficult circumstances putting together yeah. a, a virtual schedule that you know that that goes through virtual they have virtual scavenger hunts they have um opportunities where you know you kind of what we'll do with you know post yourself purpling out on this day everybody wear your colors on this day the big event that they're going to have is their duke dog uh dash which is a virtual fun run yeah i saw um, that and that's going to be big, and that's going to go. Uh, that's going to support their Madison for Keeps fund, um, which will be great. I think that runs from Friday through the weekend, um, and then they're gonna they're gonna have a bunch of times where you can actually virtually talk to faculty members, whether it's uh, faculty members you're familiar with or not. I think they even have a cooking class that they're doing. Um, so th- they're still adding on things uh, that they were going to do. But when I say this changes every day, we were also doing things for the kids that are still here around homecoming but just with everything that's gone on with the pandemic mm-hmm. we're going to be a little bit safe and, and we're going to do stuff for them uh virtually as well so those are the Got those it. are the big events uh, but if you if you go to jmu.edu and click over to the alumni page they're constantly updating that and um and there'll be there'll be a bunch of new events i'm sure as we get closer to that first weekend in november Cool. It's really good to hear about. Yeah. And I, yeah, I mean, look, we want to be at the Atlantic union bank center so much. So we're, we're hopeful, you know, um, sooner or later we will be there. Yeah. And uh, it's, you guys are going to be blown away. I've been really lucky. I'm in there probably three or four times a week. Uh, right. Just making sure that, that we have um, donor signage the correct way. And also I'm a bit <laughs> of a geek about it. So I sneak in whenever I can. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. it, it is if you if you think about it in the combo, we still had the original scoreboard from 1982. <laughs> of course. And you know, yes, while yes. I'm all about nostalgia, that's oof, that's rough. And you yeah. go into yeah. this and you see video boards uh, all around the yeah. place. Uh, the acoustics in there are great. Um, yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah. going to be a totally different game day atmosphere. The uh, there's not a bad seat in there. I know I sound all salesy about it, but I'm I'm not kidding. No. I sat in every section. Um, We're excited. I, I'm six five, so uh, Rob, I know you're tall. <laughs> Fitting in the combo seats are brutal. Um, yeah, these are <laughs> these are a lot bigger uh, for bigger guys. Um, or and so I, I I can't wait to get in there. Somebody said, "Is there purple in there?" I, I don't think I need to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I can't I couldn't be any more excited about getting people in. We're not sure right now, you know, based on whatever the governor of Virginia decides uh, on mm-hmm. external and internal venues and what we could get in. Um, mm-hmm. the, the basketball season kicks yeah. off uh, on the 25th. Our first game in there will be uh, our women playing. And then our that, that right. Wednesday and our men will are scheduled right now on that Friday. Now that's not, you talk about something that changes every day. The schedule literally changes every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep thinking I'm like eh, Frisco in May would be nice, yeah. but I don't know if that's right. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, yeah. yeah but I, I, did change, yeah, but I did change my hotel reservation. So you know. Well, yeah. the thing with the thing with Frisco, you know, the weather's going to be bad, so it'll probably be tornadoes instead of snow. Yeah. Um, we no. just can't get good weather there. No, that darn place. Yeah. <laughs> Well, is there anything else you want to share with anybody, Cliff? I, we're excited. I'm, I, I feel for everybody in the fundraising business right now. I mean, I feel for people for a whole lot of reasons right now. But I know how difficult um, this was for you all to, to put this together and think about it and plan it and, and ask people. And like you said, to ask the same people in some yeah, cases. And- so it's just really important for everybody to understand the importance of this. And you guys wouldn't be you wouldn't be asking if it wasn't. Necessary. Right. And I think uh, that's, you know? that's a great setup. And, and I think the, 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 we're going back to the, the level of uh, transparency. Um, mm-hmm. th- that's why we're trying to do that. And I think that's something we need to do going forward because um, we want everybody to know what's going on here and, and you want to celebrate in the successes and then also kind of the trials that we're going through. And we certainly recognize, and I want people to understand that we recognize this is a tough time to ask. And anything that people can do, and, and I, somebody sent in, um, I look at every single donation that comes in. They sent in a donation and said, this is all I can do right now. I hope that it matters. So I sent them an email saying, I can't tell you how much it matters and how much I appreciate it. And I explained even that donation and the fact that you did that during this tough a time, it, it means the world to me personally and to Mm -hmm. the rest of the Duke club and the athletic staff, because we're not going to get there um, unless, unless people can do that. And I could tell it, this was, it wasn't an easy decision and it was a difficult donation for that person. And and we appreciate it. And look, if people can't donate, I I understand that too. Just be engaged, Mm -hmm. have fun with the campaign. Um, And, you know, we're going to try to have fun with it. It's not going to be, Oh my gosh, it's doom and gloom. This is going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. You got me intrigued about yeah, the video. Yeah, I'm getting thing. excited. What's too. with the video? Well, yeah, I've seen I'm, that on the I'm, website. Can you submit a video yeah. of yourself? I, 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 I'm already going to get yelled at by our communications staff. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you're, you're going to be able to. We're, we're going to be able to do that. That's probably the third or fourth week of campaign. The campaign where we're really going to focus on alums, and donors, and fans, and like, and and why do you love what we do? Um, so 
um, right now we're going to like this week, it's more just education. Uh, next week, you're going to see more stuff with our students. That's really, really cool. great to hear. Yeah, I'm excited. So, you got me. You got me very intrigued. See what we're, what we can look forward to. Well, good. If it doesn't yeah. come true, I'm going to deny ever saying it. <laughs> yeah, we'll delete it. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, don't worry. Well, Cliff, thank you so much for making the time. Um, we're happy to share this with everyone. We were happy to talk with someone, you know, really from JMU right now. We are Rob and I are missing you all as much as much as anyone, I'm sure. So, thank you and good luck this month and everybody. Well, this is what it's well, all about. Well, thank so. you guys. I really appreciate reading you guys and listening to you. So keep up the good work and uh, go Dukes. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot, Cliff. Go Dukes. Thanks, Cliff. All right. And welcome back to the JMU Sports Plug Podcast. Rob and I are back. Um, big thanks to Cliff Wood, JMU's Athletics Director of Strategic Revenues, uh, for joining us tonight. Um, I thought he was really open and honest with us, Rob. And I was really proud of the Duke club for handling it that way. Right. I mean, yeah, I, I didn't know how to phrase that question. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I didn't want to make a panic, but I do think JMU fans need to understand the severity. Mm-hmm. Many of I've talked to so many people and I know you have too, who just think this is like the opportunity for JMU to move up and we're going to be able <laughs> to work all these things that are causing other schools to be vulnerable and other leagues to be vulnerable. JMU faces too. So, um, I think obviously we're in good hands with a guy like Cliff. He, he's mm-hmm. he's a great leader. He's a great fundraiser. Um, super passionate about JMU. I'm very excited about this campaign they've got going. Uh, so I'm I'm more optimistic than mm-hmm. I was a month or two ago. But this is a big deal. You know, JMU really needs to raise some money. So I encourage everybody if you can spare a couple bucks, um, please do so. It'll, it'll help out a lot. And you know, look, we've been <laughs> Rob. We've been accused of being. Um, shills at times in the past, right? Oh, yeah. Or seeing yeah. things in, through purple color, colored glasses. And I got to say that, um, you know, full disclosure, there's been some some tough discussions about that in my house. Yeah. Um, in terms of, I, I mentioned that to Cliff that, you know, we have a good friend who's really struggling right now. And mm-hmm. I don't, I doubt we're alone in that. And, um, you know, whether it's a, you know, what are our priorities in life? in terms of the little bit of money we can spare this year. Um, yeah. But I, you know, full disc- everybody knows, Robin, we wouldn't have put all the hours and time and love and effort we have into this if we didn't care a lot about JMU Athletics. And, you know, for better or worse, this is, uh, this is something that brings me a whole lot of joy. And, yeah, absolutely. you know, I think if you feel that way, I, I, I think what I'm trying to say is I don't think we should feel, you know, A, if you can't give a spare a couple bucks, that's okay. And B, if you can, you don't have to feel guilty about, I, I don't think you have to feel that guilty about supporting something that you love. Um, if this is good for your life, you know, and you can afford it, then by all means, this is, it, it's a time that it's really, really valuable. <laughs> and so I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what to say. I know there's lots of uh, discussions <clears throat> about lots of things at JMU in the last few months. Um, athletics has kept their head down for a while. I think as best they can. And now they really need our support and they need us to expand that network like Cliff talked about. So hopefully we can do that. Yeah, I so. think that's the key. I think it's really expanding the donor base and getting more people rather than just expecting someone to come write, you know, 10 or 15 people to write big checks and all taken care of. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It, it's tough because I absolutely understand when people go with the like, it's just sports. 
but it's not. If you believe in kind of the front porch theory of right. athletics that it showcases the university, right. you know, it, it is the biggest way for most alumni to connect. And then that motivates people to, to connect in all sorts of different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. So it's, uh, I'm not going to tell anybody what to do, but it certainly would be great if you've been somebody who has the means and you've been thinking of donating for years, this mm-hmm. is a great time to join. And like Cliff said, if it's 10, 20 bucks, that's all you need. So what? I mean, n- neither you nor I are huge donors. I mean, we're no, not, a, we're not, yeah. we're not you in know, that position or, in that yeah. position or, or, you know, there's other things we like to support, but yeah. Um, it is tough times for Jamie and I, I don't think people really until recently have understood the severity that this yeah. is, you know, if they can't come up with this money. It's going to have a real impact on the future of JMU athletics. Sure is. And, and, you know, one thing's for sure. I mean, JMU's taken heat in other parts of the university uh, for their decisions the last few months. I, I don't think from our, you know, from an outsider's view, I don't think the athletic department or the Duke club has, has done anything to warrant any of that heat directed in their direction, yeah, you know, no. so I, collateral you know, damage. Yeah. They're, they're, um, so it, there we go. So Rob, we did get a couple things tonight. Um, I have like, uh, um, first I should say just randomly, Rob, I had a great beer tonight. Did you? <laughs> yeah. The founders, I think it's called underground mountain Brown or underground. I, I saw them tweet that. I haven't had it yet. I had a wow. I this was the first one I'd had, and I was like, This is what I was looking for in a fall beer that doesn't contain pumpkin. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I had a kombucha, I wish I had a beer instead. Oh, good, but good. good. Um, and I have a, another random story I want to tell at the end, but I, our, we got a good overtime tonight, and that's what we want to do. Um, our buddy Poof, Michael One Clutch, not Michael Two Clutch, um, asked us for something that we were. I didn't know how he phrased it. We were proud of or, or happy, happy about, or... Happy about um, since March this year that we, you know, done or accomplished or been a part of. Um, Always good to look on the bright side. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's a very bright side guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if you had a good one, Rob. Um, or a good couple. I don't know. Well, I, don't yeah. know. I do feel like as tough as this has been mm-hmm. um, with kids and school and everything, I do feel like I've been a pretty decent father. Um <laughs> Like Bravo. I mean, um, yeah. I've tried to if take you, the if approach. If your kids are still alive, you've yeah. been a pretty good father, Rob. Right? And, and I, I've tried to take the approach that, you know, this is time we're never going to get back. And so mm-hmm. I've done a lot of just like my jump shot peaked about two months ago. I was playing so <laughs> much hoops in the backyard with the boys. And it's just been kind of fun, you know, during the day, like when I'm, I'm home every other week for work, like I'm, I'm on client site one week and then back and at home one week. And when I'm here, I'm, really trying to just mm-hmm. encourage the kids and, and cook a lot. So I feel like I've been relatively positive um, mm-hmm. and, and, and done a decent job of not just freaking out all the time and actually realizing like, Hey, this is pretty, I, there are elements of this that I will miss. And I think I've done mm-hmm. a better job than I anticipated I would in actually appreciating that in the moment. So that's one mm-hmm. thing I'm, I'm kind of proud of. Nice. What about that's, you? That, yeah, that's pretty great. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, I've, um, I had some pretty wonderful news in my personal life mm-hmm. at the start of this, and I'll kind of leave that where it is. But, um, you know, beyond that, I, and I, I think I've mentioned on here, I'm back into biking and running a little bit, which I'm pretty proud of. But really, the thing that I was thinking is I've done a few things. I've participated in a few things that I don't think I ever would have um, in, in without this. Um, stretched, like... It, uh, I did a nerd convention this weekend, Rob. I've never been to a con. Oh, 
Um, and I, yeah, I attended a virtual con- Wheel of Time con oh, this past man. weekend. You're obsessed which with is that like, stuff. Yeah, it's like the nerdiest thing in the entire world. And I would probably never have taken myself to Atlanta or Portland or wherever yeah. to do this. But I had a really good time doing it. And I've, I've been in like two book clubs, um, one of which I'm 100% sure I would not have been a part of were it not for this weird year in terms of just the, you know, what we're reading and who's in the group. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been really cool. I it just, it, I don't know. It's just expanding, you know, things that I care about or things that I'm interested in, uh, in a way that I probably would never would have before. So I, I think I'm pretty happy with that. That's cool. Um, I mean, it's, I feel very fortunate to be able to even say that. So yeah, yeah that's kind of that's mine. Awesome. Yeah. But, and then my other one, which I've told yeah. you about, and I think I've sent you pictures, is mm-hmm. my wife got me a pizza oven for the backyard, mm-hmm. and I've really gotten into nice. that, making the pizzas. And nice. I've gotten a lot better. We got one of these Uni Pros. They're amazing. If anybody's thinking about getting one, highly recommend it. I mean, it, it Is it the little one that stands up and you slide them in? Yeah. It, just, it looks yeah, like, like a metal stainless. box. Yeah, it's stainless yeah, steel. yeah, yeah, yeah. Our friend down at, yeah, our friend has one of those. It's amazing. It really works. Like, it takes some getting used to. There's a little bit more technique. And and it's only like two, I mean, let me say only, but it's like two, three hundred bucks or something, right? Well, it's not like. Just, oh, just, just went it's big and got the pro one. Um, okay. So I think it was like seven or eight. I think like seven. Right, but it's not but like, it's not like, buying buying like egg or something. No. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, no. like, <laughs> it's like getting a small egg. And it's not like getting one of the awesome brick ones for the back that are like okay. $3,000, um, right. which I would love to have, but there's no way I'm doing that. Um, Mm-hmm. But it really works. Like, it takes some technique. We bought a couple of the, like, you, there's, like, peels you can get for it, you know, sliding in and out. But then there's also things for, like, turning the pizzas. Uh-huh. And we bought all these stupid accessories, but they make a difference. And I've gotten pretty good at making pizzas to the point where now my kids are kind of sick of it because I make it all the time. But um, it's been a lot of fun. It's just, it's been really cool. And I'm glad we got it. And I'm glad it actually works and wasn't just a bunch of hype. So Yeah. That's awesome. Rob, the boys hanging in there? Yeah, they're doing good. We had we had baseball today. Um, good, yeah. So that was fun, getting out there, and they're taking all the distancing seriously, and kids are masking yes. up. And it's been really cool just to see how positive the kids are. Like, the kids are so excited to be out and playing. Oh, yeah. And it's really fun. Like, James' team lost tonight, but the kids are just loving it. Like, it, they seem to have more fun – they're not even in the dugout, you know, you need to bring your own chair yeah. and they're spaced out like six or eight feet, <laughs> but the kids are just out there making, you know, rally caps and cheering each other. And it's, it's really neat. He's got just a great bunch of boys on his team that, mm-hmm. from all different schools. He knew like three or four of them before this, the other ones he just, you know, met through the team, but so positive, just out there cheering for each other. And it's been a nice distraction. That's really great. Yeah. And that was actually my, my story is about my nephew's baseball, uh, Will's baseball, Rob. So, Falls Church Little League doesn't sound quite as good, but yes, pretty very similar mm-hmm. in the protocols and everything are very much. And I, I got to go last night to Will's playoff game. Um, so this is the nine, I don't know what they are, nine and 10 year olds. It's probably triple A um, or minors or something. Yeah, it's triple yeah. A, I think. It, the kids are pitching yeah. now, so it's a little bit of an adventure. Yep. But they're starting to play. You know, like there's a semblance of the actual game here, right? They can't. You know, they can't leave the base until the pitch is thrown yep. or whatever it is. But they make plays. Like, one out of every three times, like, somebody catches it or actually throws pretty well. You yeah. Know? Like, I mean, we joke, like, a double is the same as a home run because you're going to score on pass balls. You know? Like, but they're getting Yeah, it. that's been interesting. Like, James has 
one of those games tonight yes. where whatever they were down nine nothing because they walked in a bunch of runs, mm-hmm. but then they came back. I think they lost like I don't know twelve nine or whatever. It was, but it was one of those yeah. little league games. A lot of yeah. walks, pass balls, but they've also had games this year that were like five four for like real baseball games. Yeah, you know, um, James's team, you know, pitched into the fifth inning one game without giving up a hit. You know, it was like, mm-hmm. and it was just one of those. It's like tonight, you know, they throw to the right base, or they tried to turn two. I don't think they turned a double play, but they, they made mm-hmm. the throws. Like, they got the guy at second. Yeah. It's actually like watching baseball. It's crazy how much it changes just season by season. And it actually yeah. now, particularly, I think, in the fall and in COVID, the kids that are playing really want to play. So yes. you don't really have kids that are just were signed up because their parents told them to get out of the house on a Saturday. So um, right. it's really, I don't know, it's, it's, been, it's been fun to see it develop. You know, That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we went, my brother and I sat, and of course the fans have to space out yep. all around the field. So we sit in the outfield on the hill in the outfield, mm-hmm. and there's those little yellow, you know, the like, uh, you know, the oh, plastic the, covers yeah. of the outfield mm-hmm. fence, you know? So yeah, we're like standing out there with the, like, it was, let's just say it was very uh, Goodwill hunting <laughs> last night, right? Um, but I, the one thing I wanted to say that's really funny is um, so the Falls Church, I don't know what it's called, Falls Church Kiwanis Little League. So F-C-K-L-L is the bumper sticker, which is um, interesting um, already. But they are sponsored by the real Nationals. Really? Yeah. So every team in the league is the Nationals and is the the Nats, Mm -hmm. right? And there's, but they're all different colors. So there's like the yellow Nats, the red Nats, the purple Nats, right? Um, And then there's my nephew's team, which is called the Wolves (laughs) because because they were the white jerseys. Uh And they didn't want them to be the and their co- they didn't want them to be the white nationals, oh. and their and their coach is the chief of staff for Senator Lee, oh. and he was like, "We can't be the white." No. Nationals. <laughs> yes, I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> so the schedule last the schedule says like purple nets, green nets, red nets, blue nets, you know, black nets, wolves, wolves. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's so. I was like, oh, they didn't think no, that through about the jersey colors. That's hilarious. So I, I know I didn't know, and I asked my sister-in-law. I'm like, wait, do teams do other teams have white? Like, is this white jersey like an alternate? You know, like do teams have two jerseys? She's like, no, no, that's we're the white team. That's why we're called the Wolves. <laughs> like, like, oh, it was great. I, I just James anyways, James was can't get away. By, uh... Delray Pizzeria. So the kids are super excited. They think that's the coolest sponsor in the league. All the others are like that. local businesses and whatever. But they're like, oh, we got the pizza place. <laughs> that's pretty yeah. funny. That's awesome. Um, well, Rob, it's just good to talk to you, man. And um, yeah, before you jumped on, I Cliff knows Randall now. So one of our, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, longest time associates, and, uh, you know, lots of Harrisonburg residents. Yeah. Now both new Harrisonburg residents. So, yeah. I'm sure uh, there's a lot of people that know Randall. Larger than life personality. Yeah, oh, yeah. Not shy about getting to know folks. Yes. So I'm sure no, he's acclimating well to the Berg. Yeah. And, and now that I'm back at Fairfax High School, you know, hometown territory, yep. I think of him when I run, <laughs> when I run around the school. But uh, anyways, Rob, it's good to talk to you. Um, you know, we'll come up with something. We, we, you and I need to figure something out. Before this year is yeah. over, I don't know. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll come up with something. Up with something. We, we, but who knows? It'll be listenable. Yeah. But we'll come up with something. <laughs> yeah, but listen. Thank you to everybody who's listening, um, who cares, who stuck with us this year, 
we, you know, whatever. I, I, thank you. Just big thank you. And hopefully we will get to see all of you again at some point. Um, give each other big hugs at some point. And uh, I don't know. Well, the good news is we have some stuff to talk about. I mean, we're going to, I think we're going to, it looks like we're probably going to have some semblance of a schedule winter yeah. sports season. Yeah. I mean, by Thanksgiving or so, and you know, with all this, uh, yeah, we might even get a, you know, we're going to have, we have a, going to have a football schedule for the spring at some point soon here too. So that will, that will be good. Uh, Rob, I saw you, I thought I was glad that you said we both applaud, you know, we, we, let's just say it this way. Neither one of us would be a sh- would be upset to have Trey Lance on our pro team, right? Yeah. I, yes. I don't think he can I mean, throw. I don't know. I, no, I don't know if he can either, but I, I just, there was a lot of like, you know, we're like, okay, good for the kid. Good you for know? the right like, You can't come back. You yeah. play. If, if you're, they're talking about you in the top 10. You can only go yeah. down. Um, he's not, he's not going to play. Yeah, even if they're talking about you in the first two rounds, it's like, you got to go. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah. I haven't watched him play, obviously, as much as North Dakota State fans have. He's mm-hmm. incredibly elusive as a runner and just uh, mm-hmm. just absolutely, you know, a dynamite athlete. But he almost seems like the type of guy where in today's NFL, where they want guys to start right away, I don't I mean, look mm-hmm. at Dwayne Haskins. You come in with one-year college starting experience and you try to go in or Daniel Jones, you know, like – these guys have shorter yeah. leashes. To me, Lance looks like if he can be on the Patrick Mahomes path where he sits for a year or two years, he could be mm-hmm. a superstar. But I also think he's the type of guy where he could be RG3 or Haskins were like, mm-hmm. or Danny Dimes. You know, Giants fans were very excited about Jones' six starts in yeah. his career. Now people are starting to think like, you know, is it time to move on? These guys have sh- such short leashes. And if you don't come in with a fully polished game, you got to learn mm-hmm. on the fly. Somebody with his athleticism, it, it kind of builds in your own timeline to learn with. But I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it was just, interesting. It, it seems like it's a, it's very tough nowadays to break in a quarterback. And if you're not playing in a pro style system, and you don't have tremendous accuracy, it it can be tough. So mm-hmm. who knows? The guy is. I mean, he's got he's got it's, high high ceiling. Obviously, they, it's funny that you mentioned RG three because that's an interesting comp for him. Um. In, in that, you know, RG3 was, I mean, for all the things that have happened since, was extremely successful, yeah. um, you know, the, as a rookie and, and early in his career because he was so athletic. And I think one of the things that, uh, well, Haskins may, may just be not good, yeah. but one of the things that hurts Jones and Haskins is they're not, like, just going to scramble around and make plays. Also, like, Jones I mean, is um, the Giants' leading rusher. Tell you how things are going. Yeah, right. well, well, that says more yeah. about other things than it does about. No, Jones, they right? don't have that, but, that I mean, game changer right. athleticism that can make up for any shortcomings. Right. Where the problem for RG three was, you know, he gets hurt, he loses the game changing athleticism, and he never develops as a passer. And you wonder if he didn't get hurt, what? Who knows? Yeah. Right? I mean, I just to me, it seems like Lance could be successful early on. I, um, I think know, he could be. I, I, I don't, don't know. Want I don't want to talk. He about could Lance, take but... storm, but I, I still think if he could go on the Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes path, where he sits for a year and learns the game, then I really think the sky's the limit. I mean, the guy is just a, a fantastic athlete. Um, yeah, and he's got a strong arm. He just doesn't appear to be that accurate to me. But maybe I just caught him on yeah. bad games. Who knows? 
Maybe, yeah, who knows? Yeah, I don't know. But uh, it was fun. On the JMU front, it has been fun to watch a few players. You know, certainly seeing Raven Green, the guy for the Packers got hurt the other night, so Raven played a ton. Um, it was fun to see, like, all the other former JMU players, like, get excited yeah. online for, for Green. Um, you know, Jimmy's had some run this year. Uh, Dean Marlowe is playing well. So I, I imagine we will see one of the multiple JMU Tampa linemen before too long um, between injury and, and COVID. Getting signed <laughs> by the Colts. Pulled, pulled off yeah, the Carter, Rundell, That's right. Um, so lots of fun stuff to watch. And the Packers certainly look like they're going to be – I mean, Raven Green looks like a part of their package, and they look like they're going to be in it yeah. throughout the year. So that and same with Marlowe and the Bills. I mean, it will be fun to have some JNU names on these teams that are very mm-hmm. much in the hunt this year. So that's exciting. But Rob, it's good to talk to you. Uh, we will talk, if not next week, in the next couple of weeks. All right, sure. have a good one. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, to this, I'm, huh? I'm kind of excited to yeah. see what Cliff and team have planned for us. Yeah, yeah. So talk to you soon, Rob. Go.